Hello, hello, people. Welcome to another episode of The Inspired Entrepreneur. It is always, always good to be here. And thank you for listening every single time. Today, I'm discussing how to find a niche that's right for you. Now, this is a topic that a lot of people have discussed and I think I've also touched on the, you know, on that concept at different times uh, in the podcast. However, I kind of want to go a little deeper today and expound on some more interesting concepts of it. Um, and one of the thoughts that come to mind is I know that when people discuss this, there, there's two ways you could look at this. There's the external factors and there's the internal factor. Uh, of deciding what you want to do as an entrepreneur, what niche you want to focus on. And internal will be referring to things about your passion and, you know, your skill and all of those other things that have to do with the entrepreneur as a person. But I'm not dwelling on that today because I want to focus more on the external factors which have to do directly with the market. So we will hopefully some other time discuss, you know, uh, deciding a niche from the perspective of the entrepreneur but today i want us to focus on the perspective of the market you know what do you want to look out for uh, in the ideal market that could be right for you and there are four things here uh which if you if you were to kind of plot this out it will be like four concentric circles so that the the best business that you should be thinking about should be a business that fulfills all four, you know, where all four circles uh, intersect. That will be the ideal space for you to focus on. That's where you want your business to lean into. So if you already have a business, yes, you want to kind of tailor your services and your products to get into that space where you are attending to those four criteria. Now, I'll jump into the four real quick and I'll just take them one by one. The first thing that you want to uh, you know, look out for is need. Now, I always, I mean, all my books and all my conversations, every time I speak, I talk about that as need and I just leave it as that. Find a market that where there's actually a real need. But I liked the way uh, a gentleman I listened to recently described it. He said, don't just look for the need, look for a market that's in pain. And I think that made a lot of sense. You want to find a market that's actually in pain. When pain is there, the market is eager, eagerly looking for a solution to, to fix their pain, to solve their problem. So that is the best market. So it's not just that they kind of need something. This is the fact that they're already in pain and they want a solution. They want respite from that pain. So you want to look out for that. Uh, you know, uh, a rather unconventional example will be if you're in like when the world was right in the grappling with coronavirus and the COVID pandemic, the companies that came out with vaccines were addressing not just the need, but a pain, you know, that was across the world. The world needed a solution. And so the people who came out with vaccines got rich because certainly they came up with a solution to a pain that the world had. So that's one of those instances. If you if you want to go into any market, be sure that there is pain, uh, not just something people are doing for, for the fun of it. You want to go into a market where people really, really need that service. All right. So uh, for instance, you don't go lawn mowing or create a lawn mowing business in a country that doesn't have lawns, say maybe some deserted part of 
the, the desert. There are no lawns there. Nobody's tending a lawn as such. So you want to go to places where there is an actual need for your product, where people actually need it. Now, the second thing that you want to think about is, is that the purchasing power? So these people who are in pain, who need your service, do they have the purchasing power? Because it's one thing for you then to create a great product or great solution to the issues people may have. But if the people you're creating the solution for cannot afford it, then I think what you have on your hands is not a business, it's a charity. All right. And there's nothing wrong with the charity. Don't get me wrong. But just know why you're setting up what you're setting up. If you're setting up to make money, to make profit, then be absolutely sure that you have a market that's in pain. And that has the resource, the disposable income to buy your product. Okay. Now, the third point that you want to look out for in your ideal market and your ideal niche should be the access to them. So do you know how to get your product or your service across to this market? Because no matter how great your product is, and I've said this before on the show, you may have the best product, but the best products aren't the ones who make the most sales. The, the products that get the most sales are the ones that the customers see and they know and, you know, the ones they find. So if you have the best product in the whole of the United Kingdom, but it's sitting there under your table or just sitting in your book as an idea, so what? Nobody cares. That's not going to make you billions. The products that will make money are products that can find their way to the customer, that customers can find their way to as well. So uh, you want to be sure about that, that you have a clear route to market. Don't go creating stuff and then finish and figure out and, and then start wondering how, how do I actually get this to the people? So be sure that you have a market that you can access. All right. Now, the, the fourth and, and final bit of this would be to have a growing market, the size of your market. So not just that you have a large market, but you have one that is tending upward in terms of its volume and its size. Now, this is important because if you had just two people who can buy your product, then you do not have a business. That's just a one-off thing. That's a contract. But then if you do have a market that is not only large at the start, but also has the potential of growth. It is literally going upward and trending upward. That is a great space to get into. That's a great market. That's a great niche to capitalize on because not only do you have the volumes now, but you're predicted to even have more volume. So you're basically just riding the wave to wealth. All right. And that would make the big difference between having a good business and a great one. Okay, so those are the four things that I wanted to share with you today. And, you know, as usual, there's so many layers that can go into all of these, but I like to keep it simple. And if you can analyze your business, if you're already in business, sit down and look at what you currently do. And yeah, I mean, take, for instance, if you're in F&B, for instance, and you're saying, uh, okay, how do I then apply this to what I do? The idea would be to then look at what vertical within that space, uh, you know, meets all of these criteria. Where, where, what part of your F&B business, say, for instance, you have a, a, a restaurant and then you're thinking, okay, which of them, which of the sectors or which of the people I serve have the greatest demand or need for their own kind of cuisine, for instance. So if you're in Newcastle and you say there's a high Asian population, there are lots of Indians uh, and they kind of need their own authentic 
Indian cuisine. So can I begin to think about that and say, okay, fine, there's a pain there. And these Indians who are here or these Asians, they have disposable income. So that's great. Two things out of it. And then they're easy target because I kind of know what area of town they stay. So if I put my store somewhere there or my restaurant around there, I can access them easily and I can, you know, do geo-targeting and, and market to them directly using social media. And then last but not least, is it a growing market? Yes, it is. The Asian population in the UK is surging significantly. It's been growing steadily year upon year. So you know this is not about to change. They're not just going to pack and, and leave. So you know for sure there is not only a large Asian market, but a growing one. So if I did create a, a, a restaurant that is focused on them, I have a market already and I have people who are willing to buy from me already. And that's how you can then tailor what you currently do into this new market and see how that may just be, you know, what takes your business from just being average and being okay to being phenomenal and being great. All right. So apply that to your business if it currently runs. And uh, of course, think about these four things if you're just getting into business so that you get into the right niche for you. Okay. And that's about it. Uh, until the next time, guys, you know how I like to end it. Stay inspired and speak to you soon.